And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champion for 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you got all that I need. Dimpsey hits Davin Fay. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colin Coyle hitting Finnerty. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Garrity and meet of the football champions. Hello listeners, you're very welcome to another edition of your We Are Me podcast sponsored by PR Coin and Sons in Clonard in County Mead and uh, it's Mickey Brennan and Davey Rispin here with you as always and uh, a lot to get through from the weekend. Davey, you uh, were at all of the, you are a resident hurling, our small ball expert now at this stage, so yeah, and straight away I'm going to get into it. Congratulations on making your radio debut as well. Um, fantastic coverage by LMFM and yourself of the Mead Senior Hurling Championship on Sunday afternoon, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, and uh, Davey, well done. Uh, delighted to be listening to LMFM and, and hearing the dulcet tones of Davey Rispin coming across the airwaves. Yeah, just missing the plugs for the Husqvarna uh, dealership over in Clonard County Mead. But I love the way Keith Sheeran actually uh, compared it to uh, the Live Golf it was almost, he said, it, I'm not sure how this sits with me, but I said, thankfully, I think I'm able to be on both tours, uh, at least for the time being, hopefully, anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, all good. Yeah, no, no, it was brilliant stuff. And you're right, yeah. But look, they complement each other very well, so they do the radio and the, the podcast. So, um, you know, I do it down in Cavan, you're doing it up here in Mead. It's brilliant, it's great. Um, and no, no, fair play to you, I have to say. Um uh, brilliant debut by yourself and looking forward to hearing you on the airwaves uh, plenty more in the coming weeks you have a few more to do yet I believe I, I don't know I'll play it by ear and uh, see what happens but uh, I'll be at the games regardless so you know one way or another there'll be commentary coming it could be through Mixel or it could be through LMFM but you know we'll see yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, great to see you getting the recognition that you deserve. Um, we have a lot to get through, as I said. We have the hurling results that Davy was uh, at all from all the weekend. Um, we have also got the LGFA, Mead LGFA Club Championship results from the weekend. And um, I'm not going to be too happy reading out a few of them. And there was some big surprises throughout that LGFA. We also will, uh, well, Davy caught up with our Blackwater in. Player of the week uh, from last week, that was Dilik Bellew's 10's Shane Crosby for his performance against Rakenny. And we also had uh, the Blackwater in top scorer of the week, which, you know, at this stage is the resident and one and only Mickey Newman from Kilmainham um, for his performance against Blackhall Gales. And we want to thank George and Patricia Plunkett over there in um, Kells for, from the Blackwater Inn for sponsoring those. Um, we also want to announce, we'll do that straight away, 
uh, Kiko Sports Team of the Year that will be held in the Blackwater Inn in Kells. We now have the official date, Davy. It is going to be on the 22nd of October. It's Saturday, the 22nd of October. It's going to take place in the Blackwater Inn in Kells, thanks to George and Patricia Plunkett. And the charity that will be involved in the night is going to be so sad, and we are delighted to be partnering with them for this event. On the night, the Kiko Sports uh, All-Stars will be presented with their Kiko Sports jersey, uh, an absolutely beautiful jersey it is too. And on the night, there will be drinks promotions and we will have guest speakers too. So um, delighted to have it finalised now, Davy, and to be able to tell all our listeners to get their asses over to Kells and have a bit of a shindig with us on the night in question where we will be honouring the top club players across the county. Yeah, it's really starting to take shape, Mickey. The irony is the only thing we're missing is actually the team. Um, and uh, <laughs> we're, we're no further along as to, as to picking it, obviously, but still uh, three massive weekends to come in the, in the Mead Senior Football Championship. And uh, that will obviously shape what our team of the year looks like on the night in the Blackwater Inn. So, um, yeah, great to see it. Um, all the pieces of the jigsaw seamlessly fitting into place now. Absolutely. And and also we will have the three weekends of intermediate action as well, Davey. Yeah. And uh, they're going and to help shape it. And the Junior A and the Junior B also. And uh, those players will be uh, looking to stick their hand up and, and, and get their name on a jersey as well. And just in time as well for the... Um, for the regional championship that will be taking place in Mead as well. So uh, there's so much more to come this year from the GAA in Mead, which is absolutely brilliant. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to all of that. We will have later on the show our lottos and our Instagram. We'll remind you about the Blackwater Inn Kiko Sports Team of the Year as well. And um, yeah, plenty to get through. So Davey, um, I suppose we'll start with our hurling results from the weekend and uh, lots of action. Um, throughout the different grades between junior, intermediate and senior. Yeah, absolutely. We'll start on Saturday afternoon, Mickey, where Gail Columkill played Dundry in a ferociously contested uh, local derby of sorts in the intermediate quarterfinal. But it was Dundry who emerged victorious in a really entertaining game. It finished Dundry 3-13, Gail Columkill 1-16. So a three-point victory for Dundry. And uh, they go through to the semi-final and date with Drumree. The other game that took place in the Intermediate Hurling Championship happened on Sunday afternoon. And it was between Kildalki's second string and Kilskare Moyla. And uh, this was a great start to the day for Kildalki, who defeated Kilskare Moyla on a scoreline of 2.15 to 2.10. A five-point victory there. On Saturday evening, the first of the senior quarterfinals for this year took place between Ratoth and Kaline. Uh, fourth place in Group A played first place in Group B. But it was fourth place in Group A who um, had a landslide victory. Ratoth 123, Kaline 11 points. So a, a very facile victory for Ratoth in that one. They were joined in the semi-finals by Kildalki, last year's champions, who um, withstood a, a very difficult first period against Kilmessen to come out the right side of a 2-13 to 1-11 victory. Um, but they were in all sorts of trouble coming up to half-time, but found the answers that they needed in the second half to um, brush aside a very spirited and brave Kilmessen side who, who gave them a, seriously gave them their fill of it. Yeah, absolutely. And and Ratoth now face who in their semi-final? Uh, Ratoth play Kiltail and uh, Kildalki play Trim. And Kildalki yeah. play Trim. And in the intermediate, it's Kildalki seconds against... 
It's Kildaki seconds against. Um, oh, I put you on the spot. You did. It's it's Drumree against Dunderry. Yeah. And it's uh, Kildaki against Ratmaline. Against Ratmaline. So uh, some brilliant um, semi-finals to come in both the intermediate and the senior. There was one junior game in the K Windows and Doors hurling championship, and that saw St Peter's Dunboyne beating Drumree on a scoreline of one twelve. To one six, that semi-final was played in Trim, and if we're not mistaken, Davy, uh, we think that St Peter's Dunboyne will be playing who in the final? I think it's Kiltail. I think Kiltail have been waiting in the wings for uh, for a number of weeks now, and uh, as far as I gather, they will play St Peter's Dunboyne in the decider. Yeah, so um, we have full reviews of the intermediate and senior championship from the weekend. Davy was stuck in Park Tolchin all weekend. Um, covering all of the games. He did some brilliant, uh, he featured some games on our um, Mixelor and did some commentaries on those games and also, as we said, debuted on LMFM as well. So from the Hurling Senior quarterfinals, we have, um, we featured Kildaki and Kilmessen. and Davey did that one on LMFM. We have interviews with Gary Lahart and Gary Kelly. And then in the intermediate, um, it was Kildaki against Kilskier Moila. They won, Kildaki won that one. Enda Fitzgerald is the man that we got from that game. We have interviews with uh, Michael Connolly from Rathout, um versus Kaline and Podge Hanrahan as well from Rathout from their uh, victory on the weekend. And we also have Tommy Levy and Connor Dempsey and Adam Kelly from Dundry in the intermediate semi final. So uh, plenty to. Uh, Plenty of interviews and, and, and reviews from the weekend of the Senior Hurling and Intermediate Hurling Championship over on our Patreon forward slash We Are Mead. It's the Loyal Royals podcast. We also this week we have a whole host of um, of podcasts on the Loyal Royals podcast this week. We have the Senior Championship quarterfinals and relegation previews for next weekend. We'll have the Intermediate quarterfinal and relegation previews also for next weekend. And we'll have the Junior A quarterfinals and relegation preview with the Junior B round six, two games in that uh, before they go to the uh, knockout stages of semi-finals. Um, so we will have that preview as well. And also, Davey, because you are now a hurling man, we will be announcing the We Are Mead hurling team of the week. A little bit of a novelty here, but we're going to pick our hurling team of the weekend uh, from all of the quarterfinals across intermediate and senior championship. Yeah, a first for us, Mickey. There's not too many times we could say that at this stage, but uh, very much looking forward to bringing that to, to the listeners. Obviously, two, only four games to pick from, so a slightly easier task than what we're used to when we're doing the football because there's usually a multitude, but still some uh, very tough calls to make, two senior, two intermediate, and uh, yeah, watch that dropping uh, later on in the week. Absolutely. So um, it's going to be a, a, a novel podcast for us. And, and, and we, we want to hear your thoughts on Davies, uh, Davies' uh, team of the week for the Hurling as well. So do get in contact with the podcast um, when you hear this podcast going out later in the week, even before it. The name of the players <laughs> who you thought should have been in the team of the week. And we'll see if it uh, coincides with what Davy thought. Is he now becoming... Uh, a, a real expert on the hurling. What's your man's name from down the country, Davy? The the hurling guru, uh, Buff Egan. Oh, Buff Egan. Is Davy Risman the new Buff Egan? Is he a Mead's answer to Buff Egan? That's uh, 
to be um, decided later in the week. So uh, do tune in for the We Are Mead Hurling Team of the Week. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne and Sons. If you need any more information on the Automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meath. Moving on now to our LGFA Club Championship results, Davey, and uh, we have them on the screen here in front of us. Again, we want to thank Fergal Harney. Absolutely brilliant coverage uh, of all of the championships, and uh, he's uh, he, he's just brilliant at what he does and, and sent us on all the details. We have the final tables from the group stages. We have the uh, semi-finals or the quarter-final uh, placings as well because the way it works it's very similar to the junior championship in Mead the top teams go through to the semi-finals and the second and thirds play off in quarter-finals so we're going to start off with senior and uh, group one round three results Oldcastle 613 Boards Mill 111 Navin O'Matney's 17 St Peter's Dunboyne 314 and that was Navin O'Matney's first loss in senior football championship since they uh, returned to senior ranks this year um so the the, the way that oh, we'll come back to that in a second group two round three results Centralstown 213 simonstown nine points dunshockland one goal and 12 dunhamore ashburn one goal and five davy when we were looking at these games last week and we were going through the previews that fergal sent us in it was very simple equation if simonstown beat Centralstown. That meant that Simonstown, Dunmore Ashburn and Dunshockland would have all gone through to the knockout stages. Simonstown slipped up and not only did they slip up, but, but they lost by uh, 10 points. Had they lost by 9 points, they would have been on the same score difference as um, as Centralstown. Centralstown just doing enough, getting that 1 point victory or that 10 point victory to put them through in third place and put Simonstown into relegation. Incredible stuff from Centralstown, Davy. Yeah, and on the back of that, you'd say that they absolutely deserve it. And isn't it amazing that it's 2022 and Katie O'Brien is still terrorising senior defences? One three from play on the night for the former St. Dalton's player. Uh, she's won senior championships, but she's trying to uh, win another one with another club in Centralstown, and she's doing her utmost. They're into the quarterfinals after that amazing uh defeat of Simonstown who will be absolutely sick and they go into a relegation playoff obviously so they have to try and pick themselves up Mickey they do indeed and so after the final group games Dunboyne and Dunshockland Royal Gales are through to the semi-finals with the following teams meeting next weekend in the quarter-finals on Saturday uh, after, well next Saturday so Navin O'Matneys will play Centralstown in the quarter-final Dunmore Ashburn will play Oldcastle in the quarter-final as we said Dun Dunboyne and Dunshockland 
Royal Gales will be waiting on the winners of those for the semi-finals. But as you said, Simon's turn will go into relegation against Boards Mill and the date to be decided for that one. We're going to move on to intermediate now, Davy. Yeah, starting in Group 1, Round 3 results. Uh, there was a three-point victory for screen over Summerhill. It finished 13 points to screen, 1-7 to Summerhill. And in the other game, there was a draw between Nafina and D-Rangers. 3-8 to Nafina. 2-11 to D-Rangers, 17 points apiece in that. And um, in the other group then, before we come back to the tables, there was another draw. It just shows the intermediate in, in female terms is just as competitive as it is with the lads. Column Kills, 1-7. That's St. Column Kills, 1-7. St. Michael's, 1-7, a draw. And in the other game, Ratoth had a narrow victory over Clannagale, 2-6 to 1-6. Yeah, so so. Um, after the final... Group games, uh, screen and column kills go straight through to the semi-finals uh, with quarter-finals then parents being as follows on Saturday the 17th, it's going to be Nafina versus Ratoth and St. Michael's versus D-Rangers and the relegation playoff for uh, the Junior A Championship next year is Summerhill versus Clannagale, that's a blockbuster relegation uh, playoff, Mickey. Yeah, it really is um, and uh, Clannagale losing out by a goal to Ratoth um, you know, a draw wouldn't have even done them. Uh, well, a draw probably would have actually would have done them because Ratoth would have been on zero points then. So Ratoth getting the victory they needed to go into the quarterfinals. We're going to move on now to Junior A. Group 1, Round 3 results. Myla 114, Delique Bellius 10, 4 points. Waterstown 1-5, St. Dalton's 3-13. It was a clash of the Titans, the two teams that were on uh, six points apiece um, going into that final group game. And uh, St. Dalton's putting Waterstown to the sword. And in Group 2, the Round 3 results done. Shockland Royal Gales 1-1. That's their second string. Um, Minalvi 2-14. A huge victory there for um, Minalvi. Uh, winning it by oh, four, 16 points. Um, St. Pat's 4-17. Dunsany 2 goals and 5. So after the final group game, St. Dalton's and Minalvi progressed to the semi-finals. With the quarter-finals being as follows. On the 17th, Saturday... Uh, uh, Saturday the 17th which is next weekend Waterstown will play Dunshockland Royal Gales second string St. Pat's will play Moyla and the relegation playoff is Delique Bellustown versus Dunsany Davy, your own uh, St. Dalton's ladies absolutely flying it at the moment and that's a massive statement of intent beating Waterstown in the manner that they did yeah, they're going really well on all fronts. I know we'll talk about their second team in, in a little bit as well, but um, they're flying, and that was a real acid test against the proper good Waterstown side. Not only did they just hold them to 1-5, but they they managed to put a huge score by them as well, which is something that Waterstown haven't been really conceding as of late. So, yeah, it's a huge shot in the arm, straight to the semi-finals, just two games away from a return to intermediate. Sam, you're doing a marvellous job. Yeah, yeah, I, it was a... It was a very quick decline for St. Dalton's and it could be a very quick rise for them as well. Um, great to see it. And they, they really are showing their steel this year. And last year in Junior A, they flattered to deceive. But this year, they really have got the bit between their teeth. Uh, David, we move on to Junior B there now. Yeah, moving on into Junior B Group 1. Uh, trim 4-10, Kilbride 1-8. And Centralstown's second string conceded to the Wolf Tones. Um, and we'll talk about what that meant for the bigger picture in, in a moment. But then into Group 2, Mickey. Uh, Gail Column Kill, already true, but defeated by Dumboyne's second string. 
1-9 to 1-4. And there was a huge victory for Blackhall Gales, who went goal crazy against Clannard. Eight goals and eight points to Clannard's three goals and ten. So not a bad score to put up for Clannard, but sadly, the concession of eight goals was uh, obviously to their detriment. So after the final round of games, Dunboyne's B team and Trim go straight through to the semi-finals with the following through to the quarterfinals. These games taking place on Sunday the 18th, so this day a week. Uh, it's Kilbride versus Blackhall Gales, Gail Collinkill versus Wolf Tones, and the relegation playoff will see Sengstown's second string against Clonard. Um, now, Sengstown's second string didn't field, so remains to be seen whether or not they're going to have a team for that Clonard game. Obviously, their first team are true to the quarters as well, so it's not as if their first team is done... It, you know, it's it's a difficult scenario, and they're obviously doing their utmost, but it's hard to keep everything going, really. Yeah, it is, and look, I'd say they were putting all their eggs in one basket as well uh, in that senior. So um, it'll be interesting. Hopefully, they do fulfil that fixture uh, in the junior C Group One Round Three results: Trim B versus St Column Kills B. Uh, a refixture this week to be confirmed in that one, and um, that game didn't go ahead. Omani's B or second string. 4-15, Drumbarra 1-5. And in Group 2, Round 3 results, it was Beliver 4-13, Dunhamar Ashburn, a goal. It looked like 100, but it's a goal. And uh, Simonstown's second team, 3-8, uh, Boards Mill, two goals and seven. So uh, the, their two first teams were meeting the relegation of the senior, um, but Simonstown's second string getting the uh, win over Boards Mill's. Uh, second team in the junior C. So with the refixture of Trim B and St. Column Kills B due to, to an injury in the game, Group 1 is still up for grabs for the knockout stages state positions, with uh, Omani's B the only team having progressed in the knockout stages. In Group 2, Beliver are through to the semis, with Simonson B and Boards Mills uh, second team through to the quarter finals. So they will await the result of that postponed game from the Junior C Group 1. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control Automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised Automower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the Ottomore, feel free to call into us here in Clannard County Meath. Davy, on to Group uh, 1 of the Junior D then. Yeah, another draw, or sorry, another uh, victory this time for Nafina against Bechtov, 1-8 to 1-3, low scoring affair there. And uh, the other game was uh, between Dundry and Oldcastle, and it was Dundry who edge through you'd probably have to say six goals and eight points to Oldcastle B's 215 um, and uh, just a word that that game's not reflected in the table below Dundry finished third but we'll come back to that in a moment um, because into group two of the Junior D there was um, I'm, Jesus this is tough on the old maths <laughs> these, <laughs> these scores yeah, Karen Ross 
four goals and eight points, which is 20 points. Correct. Against Retoats, six goals and five points, which is 23. Correct. Uh, so it was a victory for Retolt by uh, a narrow margin there against Karen Ross. In the other game, it was a equally uh, or more uh, narrow margin for screen second string against Rakenny, but it was screen second string who did the needful 2-8 to 2-7. They defeated Rakenny, so a one-point victory for screen second string in that one. So after the third round, Nafina and screen second teams go straight through to the semi-final with the following games in the quarterfinals, again taking place on Sunday the 18th. It's Bechtov versus Retote B and Ratkenny versus Dundry. The relegation playoff will see Karen Ross versus Oldcastle B. Yeah, that's the Junior D done. Then moving on to Junior E Group 1. Round 3 results. Waters 10 second string, 4-6. St. Pat's 3-9. That's their second string as well. And Castletown versus Minalvi B was conceded. In Group 2, we'll figure out which one conceded it now in a minute. Um, looking down, I think it was Minalvi B who conceded that one. Um, in Group 2, Round 3 results, it was Longwood 4-6. Slain 2 points. Uh, Big victory there for Longwood, 18 points to 2. St. Dalton's B team, 1 goal and 9. Summer Hills B team, 7 points. So St. Dalton's really flying high at the moment with both of their teams. So Waterston B and St. Dalton's B progressed directly to the semi-finals with the following uh, quarter-final lineups on Sunday the 18th. It's St. Pat's B against Summer Hill B and Longwood versus Castletown, Davy. You, you must be happy to have both of your ladies' teams straight through to semi-finals. Yeah, listen, it's it's very similar to the case in, in lads, Mickey, when you see Kildalki are a great example of it, actually, in the hurling terms. You know, they have teams in the intermediate and senior semi-finals, and one pushes on the other, you know, and that you have big numbers of training, and you actually try and maintain your squads. And so far, I suppose Sam Yor, I think, has only used one sub all year for his first team because he's trying to keep that second string as strong as he possibly can. Now, there may come a time in a semi-final where you know, it's a tight game and you need to bring girls on who are performing well for the second team. But at the moment, it's it's going swimmingly for them. And now still huge test to come, but you couldn't really complain. And as you said, after the turbulent few years that they've had, it's it's just nice to see them winning games again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Davey, we'll just move on to the Junior F. There was no uh, group games this weekend and Moila B will play Clama Gale's second string in the final. The other two teams were St. Colum Kills and St. Peter's Dunboyne. So Moila and Clama Gale both ended on seven points. Neither of them uh, losing any games. They drew with each other in the group stages. St. Colum Kills ended up on three points and St. Peter's Dunboyne on zero. They would have been St. Colum Kills maybe third string, I think, and St. Peter's Dunboyne third string. Um, Davy, before we move on from the ladies, absolutely incredible when you look down through it to see a junior F championship. So you've got senior, intermediate, junior A, B, C, D, E, and F. There is eight grades in in, in the ladies football. That is absolutely incredible stuff. Yeah, if if you, I thought you were going to keep going and finish off the alphabet, Mickey, but maybe in a few <laughs> years they will. Uh, oh, brilliant. Like and that is only going to get bigger because of the participation levels at uh, underage ladies or, or girls football nowadays on the back of the success that obviously the mead ladies have enjoyed over the last number of years so uh it, it's fantastic as is but you're you're going to see a lot more of that and what's more is like you have clubs popping up now as well like 
Karen Ross, for example, only have had a team in recent years. Drumbar only have had a team in recent years. Castletown now have a team as well. So what's more is there's there's more clubs coming to fruition as well, as well as more clubs putting in second, third, and, and I guarantee you next year you're probably going to see a couple of four teams as well. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible stuff. So it is. Um, you know, you said it. The the bounce that you get from your county team doing really really well, and every young girl across the whole county now wants to emulate their heroes from that Mead uh, uh, All Ireland winning team, uh, two time winning All Ireland team, um, and who knows what the future will hold for the Mead ladies because uh, they're not going away, that's for sure. But uh, incredible stuff. Again, our thanks to Fergal Harney, um, the PRO of the Mead LGFA, sends us on such detail every week on all of the um, LGFA championships. And we're just delighted to, to, to be able to work with them and uh, to be able to bring these results to you. Absolutely incredible stuff. And hopefully in the next number of weeks, when it gets to semi-final and maybe even quarter-final stage we'll have a look it depends on if it if it clashes with uh, uh, the other games but we'll try and get to a couple of these games get some interviews and maybe even do a couple of um, uh, commentaries on them uh, we'll see if we can work something out but uh, yeah again our thanks to Fergal Harney absolutely brilliant stuff from him uh, Davy. We announced our Kiko Sports Team of the Week last week um, for the championship last week. We will obviously be doing one next weekend when the quarterfinals and the relegation playoffs uh, come to pass. But we had our top scorer of the week. Once again, Mickey Newman from Kilmainham was our top scorer, our Blackwater Inn top scorer of the week um, when he kicked 1-9 against Blackhall Gales. And we also had Shane Crosby, our Blackwater Inn Player of the Week for his um, performance against Rakeney. Um, scored two goals and also was marking the one and only Donald Keoghan. So, you know, that's that's a huge feather in in, in um, Shane Crosby's cap for sure. Absolutely. I, I've spoke to a few people. I haven't got to look at Shane too much playing football, but the people I've spoken to who have played against him, some have marked him. They reckon he's county class. Um and I, I just off off air, you know, Mickey was kind of talking to him and he asked him what age he was, and he says he's 27, and he says, Colin O'Rourke, you know. So uh he's he's there thereabouts, absolutely, but he's um he's enjoying a great season with Delic Bellustown. But he's been doing it actually consistently for a number of years now, and he's one of these really probably unsung heroes in many respects that doesn't uh, suppose look for or get many of the plaudits, but is consistently an eight or nine out of ten game in, game out. Great fella. Um, and uh, he was obviously delighted to pop across the Kells. Where, you know, it was, it was really nice to, uh, and it's not intentionally, and I know George says it just shows that you boys are doing it right, that like a fella who had to get into the car and drive 40 minutes to come over to Kells was more than happy to do so. Landed with his dad, who was, was brilliant. We had a fantastic chat. His father had a point speaking to Mickey and Mickey's brother, Dennis. It was just really, really nice. Um, and and uh, that's the bigger picture of all of this, really is getting people mingling together and stuff and, you know, fellas who wouldn't be accustomed to each other from other sides of the county, just just something different. And that's what kind of struck me on Saturday night. Yeah, absolutely incredible. You know, I, I saw him against Clon McGill in the opening round fixture and maybe didn't give him the credit that he deserved because I, I, I just thought that 
and um, I just thought that Clonagail were, were were so poor that day. But I remember talking to you about that game and saying, even in the commentary that I did of that game, I was I was saying that no matter what Clonagail tried and Owen Griffin was in goals, I think it was, they could not get out got past midfield, and that was in no small part to Shane Crosby. He was absolutely immense, but. I probably didn't give him his dues that day. Do you know that kind of way? Because mm-hmm. I was like going, okay, Clan and Gale are just not at it. But they weren't allowed to be at it because of the likes of Shade Crosby, who was absolutely brilliant that day. Um, and I remember on the podcast, I said, yeah, he was really, really good as well in the midfield of sector and whatever. But to you know, back that up with another performance against Rat Kenny, who would be one of your favourites for the championship, well, one of mine, anyway. Um, I will see after the quarterfinals because they do have trim, or sorry, they do have the new trim, Dunchocklin, um, in, in, in the quarterfinals. So, um, but yeah, to do that against Rakeni and to do it while he was marking um, the big man, Donald Kyogen, and score two goals and propel his team to the summit of their group was absolutely brilliant. Our top scorer, Davy. Um, was uh, Kilmainham's Mickey Newman, and you know he's he's no um, he's uh, no stranger to the Blackwater Inn and George and Patricia Plunkett down there in the Blackwater Inn in Kells. No, he's not. Uh, just joking with him that like he he'd swap happily swap one or two of the vouchers for for a championship win, uh, which you know hopefully for his and and Kilmainham's sake isn't too far away. But uh, the man's all class, really, and like. I think I think his achievements this year in particular are all the more impressive by virtue of the fact that Kilmainham haven't yet won a championship game. Yeah. Like he's he's losing games and he's coming out and scoring, you know, one nine, thirteen points, fourteen points, whatever it is. It's it's just incredible. It's absolutely incredible. We do say it every week that other guys do still need to stand up and give him a bit of a, a dig out and help. And hopefully, again, for their sake, that'll happen next weekend when they play Clan of Gale. But uh, he's he's just, um, he's still such a such a smooth and, and classy operator and uh, lovely fella as well. And, and really respects, I, I suppose, obviously George for what he's providing for the club players and coming on board with us and stuff as well. Um, and uh, yeah, as you say, another appearance for him on, on the Kiko Sports Team of the Week but also in, in the winner's enclosure as well. We're in the Blackwater. We're delighted to be joined by the Blackwater Inn Player of the Week, Mr Shane Crosby of Delique Bellewstown, and still top scorer of the week, Mickey Newman from Kilmainham. Uh, Mickey, I know you're in a bit of a rush, uh, so we won't delay you any further, but you're back again at the scene of the crime. Mickey Brennan's actually talking about getting rid of uh, the relegation playoffs from the team of the week to maybe give somebody else a chance of getting the top scorer of the week. It's becoming a bit of a habit at the moment. Yeah, as I said to you, Davy, I'd I'd trade a championship win for uh, for this, but uh, look, no, no, I'm very happy uh, to get it. Obviously, um, set myself certain targets and standards, and uh, it's great. But um, yeah, it's all about next weekend now for us. Do you think there was enough in? I suppose the performance last week to suggest that you can get out of trouble. Obviously, it's going to be a, a tough test, and hopefully, you get through it, and then you have another big one then after that. Yeah, it's um, we played okay. We we black all were better than us on the day, and that's you just have to take it. But um, we t- we we started. We were training well. We are training well. So we'd be looking. We get a couple of lads back next week. We'd be a little bit more uh, optimistic. But every club's the same. Uh, it's it's a big big task for each of the clubs. So 
Um, no, we'll be focused and we'll we'll definitely be giving our best. Um, you know, we won't go down go down uh, without a fight. You know. And they're playing Clannagall. You've played them. Uh, any words of wisdom for Mickey going into it? Oh, it's just saying to Mickey there, they're a good team. Clannagall some good forwards, and I think they're probably missing a few boys today. We played them. Yeah. So yeah, they're a good team, but yeah. You had a little bit further to travel tonight, Shane, than, than Mickey does. He's well used to coming in around these parts, but you got here all right. Yeah, well, I, was, I think I was riding around Cows for longer looking for it than coming from the league, but I got here eventually. Yeah, and no, I suppose great. I mean, your performance last week spoke volumes for it. Mickey's soldiered with Kyogi for years. You obviously picked him up, and there's not too many fellas that could say they got the better of him or got two goals on him. You did both, I suppose. Ah, well, look, it's... We knew going into the Kenny game after we were obviously disappointed against Mead Hill. Um, it was more or less a final for us, and we knew after playing them last year what they're like. Big, strong, physical team. But look, we, it's all about belief for us, really. It's getting the belief within so many young lads there, getting the belief in young lads that we're good enough. And we feel we can beat anyone on a day, but probably on a day we can lose anyone as well. Hmm. Mickey, there's not too many. Uh, you've played with Kyogi, soldiered with him. Not too many fellas within Mead or elsewhere that have kind of got two goals in them. So. He'll well, take they, that to the grave with him. There were a few penalties there. No. <laughs> yeah, but they still count. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No forward or uh, player worth of salt is going to say that they don't count. Uh, yeah, Kyogi's, uh, yeah, look, he's a machine. He's an absolute machine. Uh, looks after himself incredibly well. And uh, I've been on the receiving end of many a Rosens. Uh, so, yeah speaks volumes of Shane if he can uh, go toe to toe with him yeah it's great and, and they're the real deal as well I suppose you're kind of away from that picture now so we might get a comment on you and what you think about the intermediate championship in general but they have every chance really going forward absolutely yeah we, we would have played them last year in the first round and I thought they're excellent plenty of uh, plenty of energy plenty of young lads and plenty of experience too so watched a few of the games last week Michael's very unlucky Walstown and Old Castle look good. It's, it's really, really opening up now. And uh, I suppose everyone's out in Shockland have their favourites tag, but uh, I think it's it's very open, to be honest. Yeah, I suppose that, that was massive, that victory. As you said, particularly after the Mead Hill game, you were maybe up against it. Mead Hill got the win. <laughs> You're after dislodging them. I know there was a little bit of aggro on uh, Instagram Interactive. I don't know where that rivalry is born from, Mead Hill and Delique Bellerston. Uh, I don't think there was much in it. Um, there might have been a few handbags thrown around after the Mead Hill game, but um, no, we don't really read too much into that. I don't think there was any any of the players commenting. But um, yeah, look, as I said, we went into the Kenny game. It was a final for us. We're looking at, we're taking the game with aim, but we had a real, probably honest meeting after the Mead Hill game. But for Rakeney and for us it was the exact same as last year it was a knockout game like in Slane again the exact same time as it was last year so we knew how good Rakeney are but I think the likes of like their danger man obviously Kaylock and um, Keith like they were well marshalled except Sam O'Leary was brilliant I thought but as a team we defended very well and once you do that and we had a good start we were five points up at half time probably a little bit disappointed how we played in the second half but we got to win and that's the main thing you know if there was handbags against Mead Hill, what's it going to be against some Pats when you just go toe-to-toe the next weekend? That's a big local derby. Yeah, look, we know the Pats lads very well, but there's been handbags thrown in them games before as well, and I'm sure there will be again next week. But, um, yeah, we look forward to playing them. We know they're a good team, and very like probably very like Mead Hill and Rakeney, they're a big physical team. But, yeah, we look forward to George, we'll, we'll bring you in, I suppose. Uh, great to have the two lads back in again, two great servants for their respective clubs, and uh, still going strong. Great to see Absolutely great to see them there, and uh, 
Shane is just after reminding me. I, I kind of thought there, um, it's not football or they but he was driving around the town looking for the pub. But sure, I forgot. Um, I have a paint job outside imminent, and my sign is down. So there's actually no such thing as black water in Kells now to the naked eye. So that's why you probably you couldn't see it. The locals wouldn't really know us that, George. No, they, they wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't be looking up when they be going out. <laughs> All right, but uh, on a serious note, it's great to have them. Um, I, to be fair, I wouldn't have come across the league Belliestown at all. And in fact, the last time I saw the league playing at adult level was, I think, in an intermediate final against Sydney all those years ago. I think your own John Henry was managing Sydney at the time, if I'm not mistaken. Mike went to replay. Would that be right? Oh God, that to tell you. Showing me age now. But um, obviously, as you say, great performance by Shane there on Kogi. Sure, everybody knows. The whole country knows about Kyogi at this stage, you know. Nice, in nice. fact, he, he should have got an All-Star there a few years ago, but they made room for Brian Howard. Yeah. But um, that's how good Kyogi is, you know. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure we all know Mickey, he's, he's doing the business, and it's becoming a bit of a habit, these guys coming back in two weeks in a row, so fair play. But there's great, like, it's great scores, you know what I mean? Yeah. There was a couple of lads there, I think, got just a point behind Mickey, so it's, it's a great, great um, standard and great high scores, and long way at last there was a man from Drumbarra who I think was a little bit unlucky to, to maybe miss out on, instead of Mickey yeah I don't know what it is with these Drumbarra lads we had something like that last year as well yeah. and um, I look as if it had to be level I would have I'd have come up trumps anyway you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, like I'd, I'd, I'd have put in another one you know maybe take one letter off the sign or something like that to pay for it <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nice to get uh, fellas from other sides of the county in as well I know you had a, about a 40 minute drive to get here as well but brilliant to see and I suppose everyone in the county is buying in behind it it's great to see it absolutely and it's, it's actually showing as well that you're doing it right and you're picking the what you see is the best lads and sure look at it's interesting there's a bit of banter and the chronicle of a team of the week and you have a team of the week and sure, I'm sure there's plenty of you're probably getting plenty of stick. Maybe you're not picking the right lads here and there, but you look at it's all part of it. It's all yeah, yeah. It's all a bit of crack at the end of the day, and it's great. I think it's great initiative for the club players. And in fairness, like I haven't said this before, but fair play to yourself and Mickey. Like the amount of work you're putting in is unreal. Do you know what I mean? Like there was there was three live commentaries last week, and then there was three or four podcasts this week, and you have a life as well and playing football. So fair play to you. Is are putting in a great effort and. I'm glad it's going well for you. Cheers, George. Trying to play football is, is the way I think we'll word it. <laughs> yeah, Bridget. Uh, obviously, great great initiative as well by George to come on board and sponsor this and, and reward the club player, essentially. I know you're a big listener on that as well, so you're well aware of what it what it entails, really. Yeah, it is. And you, as George said there, fair play to the voters, because it is great. And it's great for me, football, as well. Like, it brings a bit of interest. Well, it brings a lot of interest, you know. Mm. You know, we're talking to the lads, not a lot of lads listen to the podcast, and there's a bit of crack with it and all. And fair play to George for sponsoring it and the vouchers and that. It's, yeah, it's brilliant for me to football. Mickey, you might uh, buy the woman a nice Christmas present uh, with all these vouchers. Might. I might. Oh, uh, <laughs> I might not. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. Uh, yeah, just keep. Keep trying to score. Get back here. Try and get a few more wins. <laughs> George, you said you're good, but you're not that good. Mickey was saying he'd, he'd happily take a win instead of a voucher, but if he keeps going the way it's going, surely it's only a matter of time for Kilmainham. Ah, hopefully. I, I wish him the height to look. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think what's in their favour, they've, be, they've been down that road before, so they have the experience of it. You know what I mean? But you know yourself, relegation, it's... As we found out ourselves last year, anything can happen. So, But I wish them the height to look, and hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll pull through. Great stuff, lads. Well done. Thanks very much, David. Thanks, fellas.
Yeah, so that was our Blackwater Inn Player of the Week, Shane Crosby from Dunique Bellieston, and our Blackwater Inn Top Scorer of the Week from Kilmaine, and of course it was Mickey Newman scoring 1-9. And again, our thanks to George and Patricia Plunkett in the Blackwater Inn in Kells, and our thanks to Kiko Sports and Connor Madden from Calvin for coming on board this year to, uh, to I suppose, sponsor the Kiko Sports Team of the Week. And, again, I'm going to mention it, our Kiko Sports Team of the Year, the All-Stars event, which will be held in the Blackwater Inn in Kells on Saturday, the 22nd of October. And the charity that will be in partnership with us will be so sad. There's no entry fee to this event. All we would ask you is to throw a couple of bob into the bucket for so sad. It's a charity that we all hold very dearly uh, to ourselves because it has touched the hearts of everybody across the county in so many ways in the last number of years and without the work that so sad do maybe you know there'll be other families that would be um uh, needing their services as well because they are absolutely brilliant um on the night in question we will have the kiko sports jersey presentation for our all-stars and for our team of the year and uh, there will be drinks promotions on the night thanks to the Blackwater Inn and we will have guest speakers hopefully on the night as well and the night in question so it will be Saturday the 22nd of October and you're going to see the jersey as well very very soon um Davey I think it's time we moved on now to the lottos yeah and uh, not too many knocking about this week but uh starting with Castletown and uh, their lottos are as follows. Uh, 4,200 euro for jackpot from the 6th of September wasn't won. 10, 14, 17 and 27 were the numbers. Lucky dip, 30 euro winners were Barry Sheeran, Donald Conway, Frankie Reed, Paula Condra and Karen Smith. Next up is Longwood. Their results from the 12th, uh, or sorry, their next draw takes place on the 12th. Their results from the 5th of September. Can you uh, give me the it, results from the 12th? Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw a few numbers at you. Um, but no, from last week, there was no winner. So uh, they move on to 8,700 for tomorrow night, the 12th. Um, the lucky dip winners were Lily O'Rafferty, Jason Farrell and Irene Curley. The numbers drawn were 5, 11, 17 and 21. Navin O'Mahony's are next up and uh, their results from the 6th they had no jackpot winner they had no match 3 winner but the lucky dip winners were Jackie Murray Gary O'Brien Paul Leddy Dennis Lynch Sean McDonagh and Mary Blake the numbers were 15 22 31 and 32 15,000 it's currently capped at and the next draw takes place on the 13th Manalvi had yet another winner. They have been absolutely clean this year. Um, it wasn't us. It wasn't us, no. Uh, the results from last Monday night, the 5th, 2, 12, 18 and 28. One winner who matched all four numbers. It was Julie Bryan and uh, she collects the jackpot. I think it was, there's no mention of it, but I think it was about two and a half grand possibly. They also had three 20 euro winners who were Louise Byrne, Pora Carnan and Gary Armstrong. The next draw takes place on Monday and they start again with 500 euro at Manalby GFC or on the Club Force app. Ouch. Next up is, ouch is right, Drum Barra. 4,000 of a jackpot. No winner from last time round. 5, 9, 21 and 26. 30 euro winners were Ellis Maguire, James Caffrey, Noli Carey, Beans Wright and David Connolly. 
Uh, and next up is Dunshocklin and Royal Gales from last Monday night. Numbers drawn were 3, 11, 15 and 22. There were two match three winners collecting 100 euro each. Sharon O'Connor and Frankie Byrne. Next draw takes place on Monday, half eight, live on Facebook. 2,800 of a jackpot with 200 to be added into the jackpot every week. You can play that one on Club Force. Uh, Waterstown are next in, and the numbers drawn were 13, 16, 22, and 25. No winner of the 10,000 euro jackpot, and two match three winners. Uh, the match trees were Pat Hughes and Robert Mullervy. Uh, next draw takes place uh, for 10,000, and you can play online via Club Force or pick up an envelope in Curran's Texaco Garage on the Dublin Road. The last one I have, Mickey, comes from Minolte GFC. And their results from last Sunday night, the 4th of September, 3,600 of a jackpot. The numbers were 11, 15, 17 and 21. They had no jackpot winner, but they had six match three winners who collect 35 euro each. John McKenna, TP McKenna, Paul McCabe, Chris Nevin, Paul Smith and Mary Morris. The one special online prize of 50 euro went to Anne-Marie Callan. And their next draw takes place tonight. Sunday, the 11th of September, €4,000 of a jackpot. No bother. Well, the Centre Sound GA Lotto takes place tomorrow evening. That's Monday evening, depending on when you're listening to this. And their jackpot jackpot has reached €2,400. You can do it on Smart Lotto or go to any of their social pages and find the link there. And the Simonstown Lotto, uh, the draw from the 9th of September, Jackpot was €1,200. There was no winner. Another club that's been decimated this year with winners uh, of their uh, lotto. They can't seem to get the lotto up at all because it just keeps being won. Um, There was three match three winners. They were Mary Gallagher, Neil McGuinness and Dan Keane. And the numbers drawn were 3, 8, 22 and 27. Next Friday's jackpot, uh, September the 16th, is €1,250. You can play it online or go on the club zap app to get that one Davy. yeah one more thing mickey will link it to the lottos uh comes from colin o'brien in navano matinees and it's for the remembering zach family fun day which takes place on saturday the 17th of september which is next saturday um from two o'clock to five o'clock in the afternoon it's a uh, childhood cancer awareness month and uh, it's a fundraiser in aid of Childhood Cancer Ireland. Uh, on the day, there'll be loads of activities. There's a sack race, three-legged race, spud and spoon race, diversity and inclusion race, family obstacle course, tug of war, sibling wheelbarrow race, husband and wife piggyback race, long puck, penalty shootout. There'll be a raffle as well. The coffee shop will be open all day. It's a free entry and similar to our team of the year, um, Night Mickey, they just encourage donations on the day for anybody planning on attending. So uh, a fantastic initiative from the Navano Matneys Club for the Remembering Zach Family Fund Day. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And uh, uh, Matneys doing their bit as always and um, remembering Zach with a Family Fund Day. Absolutely brilliant. Get over to Navano Matneys for that one. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. 
Auto Mower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin & Sons, your authorised auto mower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin & Sons. If you need any more information on the Automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meath. Davey, we'll move on now to our Instagram interactive. And uh, I'm presuming that it's going to be uh, dominated by hurling and there might even be a bit of soccer thrown in as well from uh, the League of Ireland, I'm guessing. Yeah, you've, you've, you've fairly hit the hit the mark all right with that um we'll start with a little bit of gea football um from dara too we get out of the way because of the week that's in it uh he said delete gonna bait the pats delete gonna bait the pats whoa well look it's a nice local derby so it is um and uh, it'll be an interesting one they've already laid down the marker there now the gauntlet has been thrown down delete gonna beat the pats yeah um ps tapes Said there's a rumor. Rumor has it there's a TG Cahar documentary about the Mead ladies on the way. Is there any We Are Mead input? Uh, I don't think there's any We Are Mead input, but there's definitely uh, a documentary on the way. We can definitely confirm that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll we'll get the soccer out of the way. Oh, sorry, the, sorry. Yeah. Just on that, any We Are Mead input, as in did we? take partners uh, or anything like that or did we give them I think I think that's what he means yeah yeah well there might be a little bit just wait and see there might be a little bit okay yeah uh Jack Walsh next in and he said cricket and rugby went ahead and the Premier League called off hashtag joke shop <laughs> yeah um I was looking forward to watching a bit of Premier League this weekend but uh, it didn't happen and uh look I suppose uh, it's uh, it's 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 a different country. That's their queen, and yeah, you can understand it. If if um, if Michael D Higgins passed away, and there was National Football League or something like that on the weekend that he passed away, I'm sure that the National Football League would be postponed as well. Yeah. Uh, next one is from Shawnee Fitzgerald. He said Arsenal for the Europa League. Ooh, ooh, Davy. I, I think we'll focus on winning the Premiership, Mickey. Um, all right. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Uh, Putting all your eggs in one basket there. Yeah, yeah. That's I dangerous. think so. We'll be sensible and, and not try and be too greedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you could end up with nothing, Davey. That's yeah, the problem. Probably will, to be honest. Um, Rasher Muldoon is next in, and he said the standard of hurling referees. Well, Davey, you can uh, talk to us about that. Uh, yeah, I, like I've seen four games over the weekend and by and large, I actually thought the standard was was quite good. There was one game, um, which I can't remember which, but it was definitely one of the games Saturday, which I thought there was a lot of soft frees given and it, it, it led to the game being really disrupted and stop start and, you know, there was no real flow to it at all. Uh, and I thought there was a bit there was there was freeze that were a little bit soft given that's all across Sunday I'm just thinking back to it I didn't see a whole pile wrong particularly in the senior I, I thought the um thought the senior game between Kildalki and Kildalki and Kilmesson was refereed by Conor Garvey of Dunham Ashburn and I, I thought he got a lot of things right so um 
yeah, it's an interesting one. There was um, there was possibly another one just on that. Uh, Richie, yeah, Richie Judge has come in and he says, I normally champion the officials, but it's getting hard to enjoy the game now. So okay, that's well, the opinion this, of our listeners. Yeah, well, that's, I was just going to say, and these guys are, you know, probably at more games than 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 we've been to in need uh, on the hurdle stakes and they've probably seen more um of the say the in the inaccuracies between referees and whatever like so it, it is a frustrating thing look it's the same and it's the same in the football you know referees have a tough tough job uh, but my issue with refereeing would probably be the way that all referees referee games completely differently and that's down to the rules saying it's all down to the interpretation of the referee so they're not doing anything actually wrong like yeah true uh luca tahini said trim for the double that mm. is in reference to the hurling and the football yeah absolutely yeah. and you know what i wouldn't put it past them no 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 neither would i uh yeah they're, they're definitely got a great shout um Last one, I think, is from Lucky to be working, and he said... No way! Yeah, Lowry was free. Lowry was free. Yeah, Shane Lowry won the, the BMW PGA Tour Championship this evening. Um, oh, okay. So okay. a great win. I think it's a sixth in all in his career. Oh, right. so that's okay. great news. I didn't, I, I didn't get to see any of that, so I didn't, it was a mad weekend of football and stuff as well, so I didn't see any results from that. I, there's no League of Ireland. No, actually, no. And me ready for it this week. Did you see Michael Duffy's strike on the on Friday evening for Derry? I did. What a goal that was! I think it, he was even surprised by it because it went in and he was almost like, "Did that actually go in?" Yeah, yeah amazing strike, right, right in the top corner, heaping the pressure on Shamrock Rovers. But they went and did the, their dutyful uh, on Sunday when they got their two 0 victory to put four points between themselves and uh, and Derry, and they have a game in hand. But they have a massive fixture congested uh, a few weeks coming up so it'll be interesting to see how that one goes and just when I started taking an interest in it and then they don't they don't start um, annoying T- typical right. League of Ireland fans giving out about the English game and not worried about what was going on in, in here um, yeah. shame yeah. on you Jack Walsh and, and Sean Fitzgerald absolutely yeah yeah don't be worried about what's happening across the water you should be worried about what's happening in the league of ireland premier division and not worried about what's happening in the premier division over in uh, in english in england yeah absolutely terrible and, and the one week that i was ready for them um and i had all the answers but look that's the way it happens uh davy uh, so that's it there's no more for the we are me podcast this evening that is it Okay, well, just a reminder again to head on over to our Loyal Royals podcast where you'll get their Hurling Championship review of the weekend. You, We have a whole host of interviews uh, there as well. We will have our Senior Championship quarterfinals, relegation, quarterfinals and relegation preview for next weekend. Uh, also the Intermediate Quarterfinal and Relegation preview for next weekend. The Junior A quarterfinals and relegation for next weekend and the Junior B round six uh, there's two clashes in that one as well. They're going to be out this week on the We Are Mead uh, Loyal Royals podcast over there on Patreon forward slash We Are Mead. And of course, our first ever We Are Mead hurling team of the week. Again, to remind all our listeners, put this date in your diary. It's the 22nd of October. We'll all be in the Blackwater Inn in Kells having a few jars and we will be honouring the club players of Mead when we'll announce the Kiko Sports Team of the Year or, if you want to call it, 
the All Stars event over in the Blackwater Inn in Kells. It's in conjunction with So Sad Charity and uh, there will be drink promotions on the night and we'll have guest speakers on the night hopefully as well so and we will be presenting them with their kiko sports all-star uh, jersey for 2022 so please put that date in your diary and get over to the blackwater inn in kells get over to the blackwater inn in kells any week uh, any night and uh, go in and have a, a chat with george and patricia and they are thanks again to Ka- uh, connor madden from calvin um, who is the sponsor of the Kiko Sports Team of the Year. So, look, that's it from this episode of your We Are Meat podcast. Remember, We Are Meat, why it matters more. <laughs>